Welcome back to Throwback with Jack. Today, September 5th, in 1972, 11 Israeli athletes were taken hostage and later killed by the Palestinian terrorist group Black September at the Munich Olympics. Let's examine this. Some context. The Munich Games were the first Olympics to be held in Germany since the 1936 Berlin Olympics when Hitler used the Olympics as a platform to show Nazi ideology to the world. Also, in 1968, uh, 10 days before the Mexico City Games, hundreds of students were massacred at the Latelolco Square in Mexico City by government forces. And the military was always there at the games in Mexico City. They had a very conspicuous presence. So seemingly as a result of Mexico City, the organizers of, of the Munich Games spent fewer than $2 million on security. And personnel were told to be inconspicuous, unarmed, and unconfrontational, which um, defeats the entire purpose of security. And for a week, this security worked. However, at 4.30 a.m. on September 5th in 1972, 50 years ago today, eight members of the Palestinian terrorist group Black September, an offshoot of Fatah, scaled the fence of the Olympic Village, Remember, no security. They were disguised as athletes and used stolen keys to force their way into the Israeli team's quarters. They were getting into apartment one when they were confronted by Yosef Gottfried, a wrestling referee, and Moisha Weinberg, a wrestling coach. There was a fight. Weinberg was shot and then forced at gunpoint to show the terrorists the room of the remaining athletes and coaches. It's important to note here that Black September possessed detailed schematics of the Olympic Village and the health of the Israeli athletes. Because of this, they skipped apartment two, a room with the Israeli shooting team. Why did they skip this room? Well, the terrorists had had trouble fighting two unarmed men, so they probably did not want to test their luck against um, world-class marksmen in close quarters. So they go to apartment three get more hostages, and force them back to apartment one. Wrestler Gad Zvadi was somehow able to escape and sprinted to the garage to safety. In the confusion of Zavadi's escape, Weinberg fought the attackers and actually nearly con got control of a gun before his body slumped to the floor. He was shot and killed. Athlete on crutches due to an injury sustained in competition, Josef Romano, tried to get a gun, but was swiftly killed and his body mutilated and was left as an example in apartment one. But don't worry. Despite two Israeli athletes dead and nine others as hostages, International Olympic Committee Chairman Avery Brundage insisted the game should continue. Because that makes sense. The hostages issued some demands. They wanted the freedom of more than 200 Palestinians in an Israeli prison, release of Andreas Bader and Rudrik Meinhof of the Red Army faction, they were communists, and a plane for safe passage to somewhere in the Middle East. Uh, negotiations were ongoing with the hostages, but there was a rescue plan in its place. Unfortunately, the news was broadcasting the West German police getting ready for the rescue attempt to a billion people, notably the terrorists. So that put an end to the rescue. This won't be the first time that just West German um, media has some errors. And this won't be the first time that the West German police also mess up. 
At 10 p.m., the terrorists uh, get on two helicopters because they thought the negotiations were good. And they blindfolded the hostages. They flew on the helicopters to Furstenfeldbruck Air Base, 15 miles west of the Olympic Village, where a plane was presumably sending them to the Middle East. Instead, the police were lying in wait. Oh, and if you're wondering why uh, the German army wasn't involved, under the uh, West German post-war constitution, the armed forces were prohibited from um, helping the police, the civilian police. So let me set the scene. Instead of trained professionals with night vision, snipers, scopes, and radios, all in the proper place and ready to go, there were assault rifles, not enough snipers, and these snipers also had inadequate training, placed in the wrong position, and they didn't have radios so they couldn't communicate. And don't worry, the West German government will mess this up even more. On the tarmac was a Boeing 727, filled with 17 police officers posing as a crew members. If everything went according to plan, the officers would subdue the terrorists once all the hostages and, and the terrorists had boarded. Instead, the 17 officers voted unanimously to abandon their posts. And also, armored cars that would have helped in the rescue got stuck in traffic. Why were their sirens not on? And how did police cars get stuck in traffic? You cannot make up the incompetence of the West German police force. At 10.30, the two helicopters arrived, and two terrorists went to inspect the plane. But of course, because the 17 police officers disguised as crewmen had abandoned their posts, they found no one there. So they shouted. At which point, the West German police, armed with assault rifles from sniper positions, opened fire. Because that makes sense. But in the ensuing gunfight, one officer was killed, along with several terrorists. And um, if you're wondering if the terrorists uh, flew their own helicopters, they did not. They were helicopter flight crews. But uh, in the gunfight, they left and went for cover. So right now, you have helicopter flight crews who could have freed the Israelis. They left. And the police, who were supposed to pose as flight crew members, they left. Oh, and the, uh, the German media showing the uh, West German police forming up for the rescue attempt outside the Olympic Village. So that's three times that um, the Israelis could have been um, freed. And somehow, amidst the sporadic gunfire around midnight, a West German official said the hostages had been freed and the terrorists killed. So there were some celebrations. But that's just not even remotely true. Because of this. Just after midnight, a terrorist threw a grenade into one of the helicopters, killing all but one of the uh, Israeli hostages, except for David Belger, who died of smoke inhalation because um, the first responders were not fast enough. And another terrorist emptied his magazine into the other helicopter, spraying the five hostages there with bullets, killing them all. And the armored cars arrived. But with no radios, there was confusion. And um, friendly fire. Well, the friendly fire started when a terrorist was, like, was following like, some of the police officers into their position, and they shot at him. Or, well, there was a sniper. The sniper shot the terrorist, but that shot startled everyone. So then they were firing back and forth, so you have the police firing against police. Everything was a disaster. And by 12.30, it was over. 11 Israelis were killed. 
one policeman, and five terrorists. The remaining three terrorists were taken into custody. The Olympics were suspended for 24 hours because that makes sense. At the memorial service, the chairman of the International um, Olympic Committee, remember this guy, said that the games would continue and then compared the murder of 11 Israeli athletes to the banning of Rhodesia, which is now Zimbabwe, from that year's Olympics. And um, this guy actually had a part in banning Rhodesia. Somehow, he didn't understand the ramifications of Jewish blood being spilled on German soil. Remember, this is the first time since the Nazi games in 1936 that there is an Olympics in Germany. And because of that, it is the first Olympic Games in Germany since World War II and since the Holocaust. In that first games, you have lackluster security, West German police mess up at least five times, majorly, like the planning and the execution. The games will continue. And then you have a guy who... uh, compares the murder of 11 Israeli athletes to the banning of a country. Russia was banned from the um, 2021 games, I think. Yeah, or they were now the Olympic athletes from Russia because of doping. Like, that's all it takes to be banned from an Olympic games. And somehow this guy didn't understand the ramifications of Jewish blood being spilled on uh, German soil. It gets worse. Germany conducted an investigation a very cursory investigation, in which they ultimately concluded that um, the attack had been unavoidable, that the police did everything they could, which is just simply not true. They said this was unavoidable. Yet months earlier, the Olympic Committee had predicted the tragedy when a uh, police psychologist, uh, George Sieber, was tasked with coming up with dozens of worst-case scenarios. He came up with 26. But number 21... He proposed that 12 Palestinians would sneak into the Olympic Village at 5 a.m., seize Israeli hostages, kill one or two, to demand the release of Palestinians from Israeli jails, and demand a plane take them to the Middle East. Do you know how similar that is? Like, that's almost exactly what happened, aside from the 5 a.m., and they also had more demands. But that's essentially what happened. And you know what the West German officials did? Nothing. The Olympic Committee covered it up and um also if they had listened it would require security and that's not the purpose of these olympic games so attempting to cover it up cedar was dismissed from his advisory position soon after the um soon after the tragedy the story doesn't end there on october 29th two black september terrorists hijacked the lufthansa boeing 2727 en route to frankfurt from damascus and threatened to blow it up if the three surviving terrorists from the September 5th attacks were not freed. Which they were. They were freed a little too quickly. An investigation in 1999, there was a documentary. It found that West Germany let the plane get hijacked. There was no one on it other than like 12 men who all got off in Beirut. They allowed the terrorist attack because Fatah promised not to conduct operations in West Germany again. They all flew down to Algeria, where they were given a hero's welcome. Now here's the thing, how did Israel respond? Israeli Prime Minister Golda Meir responded with Operation Wrath of God, a targeted assassination against Black September operatives and organizers of the attack. 
And um, if you want to know more about Operation Wrath, Wrath of God, you can watch the movie Munich because that's what it's based on. It's actually a really great movie. Yeah. 50 years ago today. Never forget. Thank you.